stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So I think we all remember that India trip, right? I think that's all you need to say, and people know what you're talking about. It was a disastrous trip in uh, India for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, in particular because of what happened with a fellow named Jaspal Atwal, someone who had been convicted in Canada of an attempted assassination on an Indian politician, how on earth he came to be invited to two official events in India. I I think we still aren't clear. Now, Daniel Jean is National Security Advisor uh, for the Prime Minister, and he appeared before a House of Commons uh, committee today, the Public Safety and National Security Committee, to talk about his role in this controversy. Here's some of what he said. So to be very clear, what I tell the media in the background briefing is that there was what seemed to be orchestrated uh, misinformation. They asked me, and I would, went out of my way to say very clearly, this is not the government of India. Okay, so let's talk a bit more about um, this testimony today. Abigail Bittman uh, is following uh, all of this today, Ottawa correspondent with Global National. Abigail, thanks for making some time for us here. Absolutely. Hello. So let's recap for people uh, how Daniel Jean became involved in all of this, because uh, the stories emerged that uh, Jaspal Atwal had been invited to these events and was obviously embarrassing for the government. How did they not know who he was? How did it come to be that he was on the invitation list? So how did Daniel Jean get involved? That's right. Well, I think uh, by now, if not before, Jaspal Atwal is a name familiar to most Canadians, but Daniel Jean, not so much. And that's because of uh, who he is as a uh, top bureaucrat, uh, the Prime Minister's National Security Advisor. That's not somebody whose name is usually out in public, but he's now in the spotlight in the aftermath of all this. And this started, um, as uh, Daniel Jean said himself in committee today, with briefings that he provided on background to reporters. So briefings where the reporters, and myself included, I was on that India trip, reporters agreed not to identify him by name. He provided some context and information on background about the Atwal invitation. He said that this was his choice. And now that was the big thing that came out of that testimony today because there were a lot of questions as to whether this was a political move and whether uh, Daniel Jean was being used in a political capacity by the Prime Minister's office to, to put some spin out here that there was, you know, factions in the Indian government that were that we're looking to embarrass Prime Minister Trudeau. So Daniel Jean, the the number one takeaway from his testimony was he said, nope, that was all him. It was his idea. Uh, He ran it by officials, but he wanted to provide reporters with this information because he felt that there was a lot of misinformation out there about the events surrounding this trip. Right. Now, our colleague David Aiken uh, tweeted today uh, a direct quote, he says, that, that Daniel Jean provided to him, that, quote, we were concerned that there was some faction of the Indian government or people outside of government who were really playing the media on that thing. Uh, so did, did he back away from that? Was he, was he contradicting that today? Right. I think, you know what, it really comes down to semantics and to splitting hairs. What he was very strong about was this idea of a conspiracy theory. He said, you know, I never mentioned a conspiracy theory to reporters, which is accurate from the briefing that I that I had. He never mentioned a conspiracy theory with reporters. And really, conspiracy theory, um, it wasn't that. What he did say to reporters, like what David, um, like the quote that David used, was that there were, there were people around. He didn't know who these people were. They 
They could have been individual citizens. They could have been perhaps some faction in the government. But what he said today, to be very clear, and again, similar to what he said in the briefing before, was that this was in no way an official capacity, no no way people representing the Indian government that were set, setting out to uh, embarrass the prime minister. So whether there were rogue elements or whether it was somebody in an official capacity, I think that's what he wanted to uh, make clear uh, on the record today. Right. And, you know, I think if, if there was something to that suggestion that there were some rogue elements with Indian Indian government that were trying to cause trouble for Canada or try to cause tr- trouble for our prime minister, that that would be concerning. Now, did, did he present anything in the way of evidence to suggest that there's there's anything going on in that front? No, uh, he he did not, and that's certainly what he was pushed uh, on by reporters at the time. It's uh, he was asked today many times um, whether you know he knows who these people were, who is floating this theory, who is coming forward, and and he said he did not. But it's worth pointing out from a from a context standpoint that there that the politics within India are extremely complicated, uh, and it's it's not something that uh, we on the outside may necessarily ha- have all the ins uh, and outs of, but. From Daniel Jean's perspective, he says, no, he doesn't know where this came from. But the the suggestion was that it was put forward uh, to embarrass Justin Trudeau. And I think he had to concede today at one point that had this uh, Liberal MP not uh, extended an invitation to to, uh, Jaspal Atwal, had somebody uh, noticed at some point that this is uh, a problematic individual, not somebody who should be on uh, the guest list, that this whole thing would have been avoided in the first place. Right, and I think that, you know, to be fair, that was part of uh, the Conservatives' efforts to drag him into the politics of all this, which was something he was was reticent to do. But uh, Conservative Aaron O'Toole put forward the question, you know, if uh, this invitation hadn't happened, would we be in this situation? And he had to say, no, we would not. So uh, there is, of course, a lot of politics um, surrounding this. There's still some some questions out there. But uh, Daniel Jean's also on the, on the verge of, of retirement, something that was planned uh, before this incident took place and one of the MPs who questioned him today noted that uh, you know thanking him for his service and saying this upcoming retirement noting that the, there's obviously some uh, bittersweet element or a difficult a bitter taste in his mouth I think were the right words with this event happening uh, so close to the end of, of his uh, long tenure with the government. Now there was also supposed to be um, a, a classified briefing uh, for right. conservative leader Andrew Scheer. Now, Andrew Scheer had suggested that, you know, he wanted to make sure that Daniel Jean was still going to appear before this committee. Uh, but but is there going to be a classified briefing for Andrew Scheer? Right. And that's, again, a huge part of the uh, politics involved here. So um, a liberal MP asked Daniel Jean, you know, uh, she, uh, she was trying to suggest that Mr. Scheer hasn't found time in his schedule yet to make this happen. The suggestion there being that uh, he's dragging this on longer so as to prolong um, the, this story being out there. Uh, so that uh, liberal MP asked uh, Daniel Jean if the offer was still on the table. Daniel Jean said, yes, it is. Let's point out there was just a two week Easter break, but that, yes, uh, that offer is on the table and now there's a bit of back and forth as to whether whether Mr. Scheer will learn more important information, more contextual information. Daniel Jean was asked by reporters after the meeting, do Canadians have a full sense of what's going on here? AKA, is there more information that we can't know about because it's classified that would paint a more full picture of what happened? And he didn't really answer the question. So that's something, you know, you and I will will never know, but there could be some more information there and we'll see if Mr. Scheer uh, does eventually have that briefing. Very interesting. Abigail, thanks for the update here. Appreciate this. 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, that is Abigail Biman, uh, Ottawa correspondent with Global National, covering Daniel Jean's testimony today, uh, which still leaves a lot of unanswered questions. Here's uh, another clip of uh, Daniel Jean speaking today uh, about how he thought or why he thought at the time that he needed to dispel what he called coordinated misinformation about this controversy. We had seen inaccurate information and we had also seen what we perceive as coordinated efforts to try to use the name of three respected public institutions, CSIS, the RCMP, and the Canadian High Commission in Delhi, in an appropriate way trying to pretend that they had been warned of Mr. Latwal's presence on the guest list before the trip and that somehow they had given that information to the uh, PMO and that the PMO had not acted to rescind the invitation. Okay, there was an invitation and, and that's the issue. And the problem with how the government has tried to spin this is that it's contradictory. That if it was just this backbench MP's fault for inviting somebody that he shouldn't have invited, then that's where the story would end theoretically. If there is a coordinated effort by others to embarrass the prime minister, well, that's a whole other ball of wax. And, and both really can't be true, or at least both can't be the explanation. So it was Daniel Jean who, he says on his own, went to reporters to, to arrange an off-the-record briefing. He'd be identified as a senior government official. That there may have been some rogue factions within the Indian government that somehow arranged for Atwal's attendance so that that would embarrass Prime Minister Trudeau. Their concern is that Trudeau is too sympathetic to seek separatists. And that way, relations between Trudeau and India's Prime Minister uh, would be negatively impacted. Right. So even though he didn't call it a conspiracy theory, I think it's a reasonable interpretation by people uh, to call it that. So I don't know that we got a lot of clarity as to whether that's the case or what led him to suggest that that may be the case. Now, Andrew Scheer was mentioned, and we are going to be joined tomorrow, in fact, by conservative leader Andrew Scheer in studio tomorrow, 1.30. Tomorrow afternoon, he is going to be in Calgary. Obviously, the issue of uh, pipelines and the energy sector is going to be front and center. We'll spend a lot of time talking about that. Uh, but I do want to ask him about this and what he's able to talk about regarding uh, the classified briefing and why the conservatives continue to pound the liberals on this issue. I mean, have people moved on? Sure, it was an embarrassing trip, but okay, let's, let's move on to other issues. Or are there still some legitimate questions as to how this was handled, how it happened, and the clumsy attempts to spin it? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.